0: Welcome to DiscoCulia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips, and tricks about Disco Coolia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Discoculia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at DiscoCuliaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. Changes in the brain, 10 free apps for Disco Coolia, jumping frogs, resources hub for special educators. A new study points at brain hubs. This is a podcast for week fourteen of two thousand twenty. We welcome Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Dyscalculia Services, to help us review the links of this week. Welcome, Dr. Schroeder.
1: Well, I'm so happy to be back. Thank absolutely, you for having me.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. We continue our weekly review of all the links, and um, and it's always interesting to see what's happening and what's new. And um, and it starts off this week with changes in the brain. What changes? are there in the brain? What happens?
1: Well, this is um, a really interesting uh, article in the journal um, Brain and Cognition. And it's a research done uh, in Turkey, the University of Ankara. And they had two groups of health, healthy people, 16 uh, adults and 15 children. And the mean age of the children was 12. And they had them to perform uh, a math task, a numerosity comparison. so. Uh, what is more and what is less. Uh and uh, they were doing that uh and they measured the brain activity while they were doing that. Now, it turns out that how the brain processes this changes over time from being a child to an adult.
0: Okay.
1: And uh the children they they had no uh, no issues. Um and unfortunately I could not uh immediately um find the whole article because this uh, link uh, only goes to an abstract, Um, but anyway, the uh, changes in the brain over time uh, showed that some areas were more active in children. And other areas, while doing the same math type of activity, started to be more active in uh, adults.
0: That's interesting.
1: And they actually talk here about the uh, number form area. We already know that there is a letter form area, specific area in the brain where uh, you can easily uh, recognize letter forms. And now we also have this um, number form. Huh? This, uh, if you write numerical um numbers the Arabic way, um, it's it's kind of um, um, deep hidden in the brain, in the uh, parietal uh, medial site, uh, the posterior insula, fusiform gyrus, and uh, striat cortex, it doesn't matter exactly those names, okay. um, then they also found that the number processing in um, both children and adults, Uh, was happening in the parietal lobe, so what we usually uh, describe as the um, number sense area. So that stays stays active, we we knew that, and uh, this research confirms that again. Now, adults actually uh, um, activate their frontal cortex more, what children do not yet do for such a task, and um, There was also a change in non-symbolic representation that was actually getting more challenging for adults. So they were so kind of, if I may say it uh, in a simple way, so used to uh, quantities being um, seen as a written number Mm -hmm. that the uh, non-symbolic representation, the dots, we're actually getting harder for them. <laughs> yeah. That is where the children okay. started. And that was oh, okay. easier for I the children. See, I can see that.
0: So, okay, that shifts uh, over time. That
1: shifts over time depending on uh, what you are exposed to, what you use a lot. Okay. Very so, interesting. So if you would
0: work uh, for a disco culio with, with an adult, uh, you would not have to go overboard with showing them blocks and things because that's actually harder for them. You might as well just stick to numbers
1: well i don't know if that goes for um adults who have dyscalculia because here we are comparing um healthy adults and healthy children oh, who do okay. not have dyscalculia oh, okay. and those adults have during their educational years benefited from uh, right. being exposed and to written left numbers at,
0: left at the and side left the, right the dots behind okay.
1: but uh dyscalculic Uh, non uh, remediated adult uh, still needs to start uh, at the beginning right great which I I mean I assume that I cannot uh, I I do not have a whole uh, number of adults (laughs) that I have tested for that but for those adults that I have worked with yes we start with visual representation of dots and Uh, connect that with the size of the numbers and then the written down numerical okay. um, characters.
0: Good. Now for our, uh, our next link, it says 10 free, free apps for Disco Coolia. That's nice. Who's giving us 10 free apps?
1: Yeah. yeah. And it comes from the number dyslexia uh, blog. And it's funny, uh, actually, when you look in the address bar on the title, I, I just happened to notice that uh, obviously it's not a big deal. Um, they say the top 10 uh, free must have apps
0: 2019, but <laughs> <laughs> obviously it's 2020 and it's rehashed and they,
1: rehashed and, okay. uh, they have put in uh, new links, new activities and here. as long as
0: they're still free.
1: Absolutely. So we already knew Photomath and several other of them, Prodigy the Math Game. Now I'm not convinced about some of the apps that claim to train your brain uh, as research time and again shows that uh, training your brain results in being better at that particular activity. (laughs) And it does not necessarily carry over to do other activities like math um, if you do not train math specifically. Anyway, the apps always have to be used, I think, in moderation. If you use Photomath to solve all of your homework, you. Definitely won't get the benefits of trying to do it yourself um, and, and being more independent in uh, solving the, the questions. Actually, just trial and error helps if you try to think your way through um, an issue. The Photomath can help you and say, okay, this was not the right thing to do. Here is another suggestion. Uh If you uh, take the paid version, you actually get the whole worked out um, version. The free version just gives you the answer as is. But maybe that is even better because if your answer is not correct, you know that you need to redo it, try it again. And, I think and that's how your brain
0: grows, right? That's
1: how your brain grows. <laughs> yes. And I have seen so many students who eventually got the answer right and were really proud. And I can guarantee you they did not forget how they uh, solved those uh, questions. So it's absolutely beneficial. Um, then if I may mention the, uh, Socratic, that's an impressive uh, app. And it can actually handle more than just math. Certainly worth a try. Um, look at the steps instead of just uh, getting answers, okay. like right. I said, for the photomath. And um, there's also a lot of spatial reasoning apps. And I think that that is important because that tends to be a little bit forgotten mm-hmm. over here. But it's a substantial part of, okay. of math.
0: Well, thank you. Thank you for that blog for giving us free Apps. we like food. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, our next link is about jumping frogs. <laughs> what can we learn here?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is about uh, the Wonder Mom Wannabe blog. And she explains an activity where you can fold frogs with origami paper. Okay. And then have them jump into little cups that you can also uh, use to uh, to make muffins. Those, those little plastic uh, 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 paper, paper cups. cups. Okay. right? And you can obviously do all kinds of games and uh, math uh, questions hidden in that uh, cup. Um, And it definitely keeps children entertained. Now I have to say that um, a part of the students with this roculia um might have a little bit of an issue uh with folding this um frog. <laughs> it is not so Being easy. Additional
0: <laughs> <challenge>. <laughs> so
1: maybe you, you need to help your kids with uh-huh. that. But it's a, it's a really nice activity when you're all at home for the right. COVID nineteen. Right.
0: Okay, and our, our next link says a resources hub for special educators. I think that's a that's a Pretty big deal now,
1: huh? It's absolutely a big deal. And um, we are very happy that um, when students are being uh, educated at home, uh, the regular class, the mainstream, then uh, also students with special ed um, get their accommodations and their extra help. So that is now uh, established. Uh, And this um, app, Uh, Has um, a lot of information at EducatingAllLearners.org. It's called, and they focus on complex learners. They call it, and uh, I think that's a very Mm -hmm. nice way of saying saying it. 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 Absolutely, Um, a lot of uh, advocacy uh, goes on there, and this uh, network really helps parents to find their way in in this. Yeah, kind of difficult. Um, information what to do to help your kid with um, a complex who's a complex learner during the Corona uh, crisis. Now here's what they say about their library of resources if I may uh, quickly uh, sure. cite that. Um, we know there are a lot of compilations of resources out here and that's definitely true. What makes this different is a commitment to practical how to do things resources that you can find easily with multiple ways to search a focus specifically on complex learners and a growing compilation of case studies and bright spots of adaptation in action. So really, they give hope and direction and um, guidance to parents of students who who have difficulty in in learning and the resources are for uh, special education Uh, not specifically for dyscalculia, but they also have things for dyslexia, autism, ADHD, and um, one resource that is featured in the library is the app list. And it's also not just for math, but for all special needs kids, really very useful. Thank you for putting that together.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And there's a whole bunch of organizations. I like it. How they all... Sort of pulled together. Right. It brings us, I think, to our last link for the week. It's. Uh, it says new study points at Brain Hubs. Now, what are Brain Hubs?
1: Yeah. Um, this comes from the University of Cambridge uh, in the UK. Uh, published in the journal Current Biology. And um, it was uh, summarized in... Uh, on the Psychology Today uh, website. Okay. So what they did here, they used uh, artificial intelligence machines um, and AI learning um, to demonstrate how the brain's neural hubs rather than brain regions uh, are a very good predictor of um, cognitive functioning and in this case particularly cognitive problems in children. Uh, Now this is um, different from the usual theory, which always is pointed at various regions of the brains, and this uh, research is here um, now discovered uh, that children with poorly connected brain hubs have really widespread severe Uh, cognitive uh, impairments, and those with well-connected brain hubs either had no connective issues or very selective cognitive deficits. Now, this finding um, sheds light on how important it is to focus on areas of cognitive issues, and that eventually will help us again to fine-tune Target, targeted in, uh, interventions, and much less on the diagnostic classification itself. Right. And I'm, I'm all for that. Um, I think that the target intervention is, is way more specific than an overall diagnostic uh, label.
0: So do you think that has implications for uh, the remedial uh, treatment of the, uh, the students, this finding?
1: Well I think that this uh transdiagnostic approach that um they uh talk about here will definitely help us. It needs to be um more refined and um more um made usable in everyday life. Right. Uh I think it is also slightly more complicated to apply, but I think that um going for a better um, description of the specific intervention, the specific difficulties that a student has, and just focus on that, is eventually way more productive than having those broad um, labels.
0: Okay, good. Well, this was uh, very interesting. Uh, The... uh uh, this uh, this podcast is filled with uh, a lot of uh, detailed and uh, research-based information. So thank you very much for your explanations, Dr. Schroeder. Dr. Schroeder is the founder of Disco Coolia Services. Now, she also has a website called Disco Training Center. And I would urge you to go there and find out all the ways in which she can help you make sense and help you through Disco